0: Some years ago, I started calling myself Ginger, Peter, Sherlock, Rosemary, Emmanuel, the Archbishop of Canterbury. You may know me better as the real Slim Shady. Rumored to be the new signing for Westminster and the Thames. And I just love to ride horses. But only if the banjo union bolt has become... first chapter it's time again for first chapter we read you an excerpt from a different book every sunday morning usually from the exposition if you have read most of Kimeran's stories like I have, you'll have noticed that her characters have been aging over the years alongside her. The stories we discussed on today's roundtable were written when Kimeran was fresh out of college, and so the stories were about women in their early 20s, or in high school. In 어디로 가고 싶으신가요? or Where Would You Like To Go?, which was written in 2015, We meet a woman in her mid to late 30s with a whole new set of problems. But we also see in her glimpses of the young girl we met in the early works and the girl's touching sense of the absurd. In the part I'll read today, the main character Myeongji is in Edinburgh having lunch with her college friend Hyunseok, who used to have a crush on her. Hyunseok was also friends with Dokyeong, Myeongji's husband, who passed away a few months before. Unfortunately for both Sog and Myungji, Hansok doesn't know that Dokyoung is dead. Where would you like to go? By Kimeran I arrived a little earlier than expected and loitered outside the restaurant. Through the window, I saw the cook having a late lunch, a plate of stir-fry, a bottle of beer, and a bottle of kaoliang. He was enjoying his break with a drink after the lunch hour rush. Four in the afternoon, there were no customers at the restaurant. Under the red lanterns that hung like fruit from the ceiling, A smiling golden cat waved its left arm like a metronome. Manekineko. I was smiling back at it when it occurred to me. Isn't this Japanese? But I'd seen enough pan-Asian decor in Edinburgh that I decided to let it go. Myungji. Someone tapped me on the shoulder. Hyunseok, hey. We quickly scanned each other's face and body for marks of time. Being a student, there was still some spark left in Hyun Suk's eyes. I was absolutely jaded from being out in the world, but I didn't know if he could see that. Something's never changed. Like what? Like how you're seldom late? We ordered pork dumplings and seafood noodles. Chummy person that he is, Hyun Suk made me feel as though no time had passed since we last saw each other but then he would often confuse me the next day by treating me like a stranger. Sitting across from Hyunseok with a bowl of steaming noodles between us, I felt as though I was back in college. We'd had our awkward freshman meet and greet at a Chinese restaurant like this. Hyunseok asked when I'd arrived and what I was here for. I thought about telling him that I quit my job at the beginning of this year and then told him, Research? You still work at the same place? Yeah. You've stuck around for quite a while. Yeah. How's the work? Any fun? I try to sound like an adult. Is work supposed to be fun? Ladling noodles into his bowl, Hyunseok asked without making eye contact, When are you heading back? Next week. Our conversation went on comfortably in the tone of two people in their mid-30s who were no longer easily excited. At first, I wanted to say something sophisticated. I said something like, I see life here instead of routines. A superficial commentary Hansok would have heard a million times from his visiting relatives and acquaintances. Then we talked about the old days and what we've been up to. Then I noticed it suddenly got quiet in the restaurant and turned to see the cook asleep with his head against the wall, his drink still sitting in front of him. He was sleeping so soundly, hyun and I felt compelled to lower our voices. So, how's do A short silence passed between us. Only I knew what it was. The cook's beer fizzed quietly on the next table over. The only thing moving in that moment of silence was the smiling maneki neko waving its left arm. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Suddenly, my phone vibrated on the table. Both Hyun-suk and I looked at the phone. It was a number I didn't recognize. The phone kept whining. Aren't you gonna get it? I shook my head and put the phone away in my dress pocket. Strange numbers never bring good news. I reached in Hyun-suk's direction with my chopsticks and picked up a dumpling. Then I gave him an answer appropriate for an old friend asking after my husband. He's great. I was shocked that he hadn't heard, but I welcomed the opportunity to be free from unsolicited pity and care just this one day. He's still teaching? Yeah, he quit smoking too. He quit smoking? Hyunsuk shrugged as if to show his disappointment. So he's going to be wholesome and boring, huh? What's wrong with that? You're right. Next stop, babies. Hyunsuk asked me if I was done with my food. I nodded lightly and he looked at his watch. By the way, he started, it's only five. Yeah, so I was going to say, should we get tea? You want to get a drink? Hyunseok asked as if that was the most natural thing to do next. Even after all The murdering After all. We found a place near St. Giles' Cathedral on the Royal Mile. It was a roadside pub with tables set up outside. We ordered two ales and a basket of chips. The streets were filled with the anticipation and excitement of people who just arrived at a new place. Lovers, families... Healthy retirees on pension, and young artists chattered in their own languages. The season of festivals had arrived. You're here on research? Did you have a chance to look around the city? Yeah, a little. There's so many things here you shouldn't miss. Well, I'm on a tight schedule. Across the street, a man in a traditional Scottish getup was playing a bagpipe in front of the Adam Smith statue. He was wearing the exact same hat as the guy on the bag of butterscotch candy I loved when I was young. Which one of the three butterscotch candy flavors was your favorite? Coffee? Me too. Adults didn't let us have that though. They said coffee made you stupid. Yeah, I think they were right. What? Coffee does make you stupid. Hyunseok whined about his dissertation. Then he explained the origins of the Edinburgh festivals. It was a story of people who gathered after the war and sang and danced on the ruins. And the tradition continued for several decades. You're here on research, you probably knew all this, he said sheepishly. I carefully studied Hansok's face as he sat with the clear blue sky behind him. The deep, firm sound of the bagpipe traveled great distances. I'd worried that Hansok would have developed a sense of entitlement, even vengefulness, that comes from studying abroad for so many years and putting off reward for so long. I was afraid that the sensitivity, justice, and pensiveness of his 20s would have turned into neurosis, anger, and depression. But that turned out to be a smug thought. I was the one who changed. A few beers lightened the mood. Hansak and I moved on to more lively, everyday topics. Asians look younger, so I still get carded sometimes not so much an Asian face as a baby face. The Korean ramen here are less spicy. I think the exported ones are manufactured separately. Tofu has a longer expiration date here. I think each country has a different taste. But why would someone put vinegar on potato chips? Wait till you try the chicken fat pie. We said things that meant nothing, whether they were said or not. Words that carried no agenda or point. Words without beginning, end, purpose, or direction. Words we exchanged with spouses and friends. Our voices grew louder, and when a glass emptied, we raised our hands and hailed someone. Around midnight, Hyunseok offered to walk me back to the house. It's okay. isn't this the safest city in Europe? The city is safe, but you might be a danger to it. There was a park nearby with a nice path, so we took a little detour. Buzzed for the first time in a long while, I walked in long strides, arms swinging at the sides. Fireworks popped in the distance on the other side of the slumbering city. You know what? What? The day Dogyoung went to meet your parents for the first time, he stopped by my place. He did? Yeah, he came by to borrow my car. I lived in a one-room studio, but my car was decent. My brother's connection. He came first thing in the morning, so I opened the door, and he was standing there white as a sheet. He said he hadn't slept a wink. He was nervous your parents would say no. It was before he got his teaching license. Yeah, and there's not a lot of positions for history. Anyway, he was dripping with sweat. He said, Hyunseok, the anxiety is killing me, and then he threw himself on my futon. You know I never put it away. I wash my pillowcases maybe once a year. He lay there for a few minutes like he passed out, then he got up and gave me this despairing look. Why? He got lint all over his suit from my comforter. It was so soft and fuzzy it was impossible to get off. It was hilarious. He was dressed in this all-black suit he put on his credit card. I didn't keep a brush or lint remover around and the appointment time was closing in. And in the end, he was so anxious he started hopping from foot to foot. Really? I've never heard this before. Hyunsuk doubled over with laughter. Yeah, he completely lost it. I laughed quietly too. I could hear his tone and see his expression without having been there when he was panicking. Talking to Hyunsuk, who thought he was still alive, I could almost believe Dokyeung was walking around somewhere in Seoul at that very minute. In the living room, watching soccer. At the kitchen table, ranting about the department head. At the supermarket discount bin, carefully comparing prices. Hey, I have an idea. Mischief suddenly emerged on Hyunseok's face. Let's call him. What? What time is it over there? Ah, What does it matter? Let's call him right now. Uh, let's not. Why not? You guys call me at 3 in the morning once from Cheongdongjin. You wanted me to listen to the waves? You were trashed. Come on, it'll be fun. Let's do it. Well, no. He's, uh... He's what? Sleeping. Hyunseok looked at me squarely in the face and then laughed heartily as if to say, you poor, well-behaved child. So wake him up! Hyunseok shouted excitedly. What's the big deal? I think the reason that thing happened that night had to do with my collapsing on the spot. Holding myself up with both hands on the ground, I wailed. This may have surprised HyunSuk. What's wrong, Myungji? What happened? What's wrong? HyunSuk didn't know what to do. Then, much later when my crying calmed to a sniffle, HyunSuk said cautiously, I'd been meaning to ask you, but I didn't know how to bring it up. What? Did you by any chance... He stalled for a moment. Split up with Dogyung? I nodded, amused and heartbroken by the question. Yes, we split up. We split up a few months ago. I accepted defeatedly and cried with my mouth hanging open like a child. herself to rid herself of sin and the kick is so divine when she sees bones beneath the skin and she says hey baby can you bleed like me come on baby can you bleed like me the songs we played in between were finley quay's even after all followed by scarlett johansson and joaquin phoenix's the moon song a song from the movie her which is referenced in this story. Today I read from Kimenan's Where Would You Like To Go, translated by Jamie Chang, which is me. <laughs> this story was published in the winter twenty fifteen volume of Asia magazine. Copies are available any place where books are sold. Kimenan's inspiration for this story came when she was a writer in residence in Edinburgh. Here's what she says about her experience as a writer that summer. To my understanding, many Korean writers have not been able to write or have managed with great difficulty since the spring of 2014. Poets, novelists, and critics of our times set out to find the meaning and use of words at the very place where words had crumbled. And it was several seasons before they could say anything again. The undertaking is ongoing. I sought out their writings and at some point realized that I was leaning on their words. I learned about the age we're traversing together. The words will never transcend death, but I hope they may pay quiet, abiding respect before the insurmountable. If you want to know what happens to Myeongji and Hyunseok, check out Kimeran's Where Would You Like to Go? It is time for this week's quote, which is from Elizabeth Bishop's poem, Questions of Travel. Should we have stayed at home? wherever that may be. Once again, that was from Questions of Travel by Elizabeth Bishop. We have arrived at the end of our show. Please go to our website if you would like to learn more about next week's topic. I'm Jamie Chang. Have a wonderful week and tune in again next Sunday at 10 a.m. for another brand new installation of the bookend. Taking us out is Bleed Like Me by Garbage. Sullen and too thin She starves herself to rid herself of sin And the kick is so divine When she sees bones beneath the skin And she says Hey baby, can you bleed like me?